Our gospel reading for today is from Mark chapter 10, beginning with the 32nd verse, and this is also going to function as our sermon text for today. So I invite you to listen along or read along on the screen as I read from Mark chapter 10. They were now on the way up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them. The disciples were filled with awe, and the people following behind were overwhelmed with fear. Taking the twelve disciples aside, Jesus once more began to describe everything that was about to happen to him. Listen, he said, we are going up to Jerusalem, where the Son of Man will be betrayed to the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. They will sentence him to die and hand him over to the Romans. They will mock him, spit on him, flog him with a whip, and kill him. But after three days, he will rise again. Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came over and spoke to him. Teacher, they said, we want you to do us a favor. What is your request? he asked. They replied, when you sit on your glorious throne, we want to sit in places of honor next to you, one on your right and the other on your left. But Jesus said to them, you don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I am about to drink? And are you able to be baptized with the baptism of suffering that I must be baptized with? Oh, yes, they replied, we are able. Then Jesus told them, You will indeed drink from my bitter cup and be baptized with my baptism of suffering. But I have no right to say who will sit on my right or my left. God has prepared those places for the ones that he has chosen. Now when the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant And so Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers in this world lord it over their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must be the slave of everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others, and to give his life as a ransom for many. So, brothers and sisters in Christ, this week we continue our series called The Storm Before the Calm. And we continue this series because Lent is a stormy time of the church year. It's a time of the year where we contemplate our sinfulness. We contemplate our brokenness. We reflect on just how bad off we are without our Savior, Jesus. And today we take a look at Mark chapter 10, where we see the disciples wrestling with this concept of greatness, wrestling with this concept of placing themselves first and placing others behind them, and Jesus calling them to something far different than what behavior they are currently displaying. And as the disciples wrestle with this, we can't be mistaken, we wrestle with this as well. And so we not only see the disciples in this text, but we see ourselves. And we understand that Jesus' call to the disciples, especially James and John, who ask who will sit on the right and who will sit on the left hand of God. We hear the words of Jesus, especially at the end of this text, spoken to us as well. These words that say, but among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must be slave to everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. 
And so as we continue through this stormy season of Lent, as we come face to face with our own sinfulness and our own shortcomings, we know that Jesus' love for us demonstrated on the cross is perfect. And we understand that he calls us to follow him as he leads us to the cross. And so in my own life, when I think about this idea of servanthood, when I think about placing others first and placing ourselves last, my mind always drifts to one of my favorite miniseries on TV put together by Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg. And you probably know it before I even say the name, but that miniseries was called Band of Brothers. And it followed the 101st Airborne Division throughout their missions in World War II. And we get to see all these different characters interacting with one another. And we see a lot of stories of valor and a lot of stories of bravery. But most of all, we see stories of soldiers placing others first and placing themselves last. We see stories of servanthood and self-sacrifice. And one of the primary characters in this regard is Captain Richard Winters. And if you ever watch the series, you'll pick up on what I'm talking about. But Richard Winters in the series is kind of the shining example of placing others first and placing himself, himself last, even though he is the leader. And when I think of that story, I'm often reminded of this text from Mark chapter 10 and vice versa. I'm reminded of Jesus' words to us that we are called to serve others. We're called to place others first and to place ourselves last. And as many of you know about me as well, I spent some of my own life in uniform. And I'm often reminded of my deployment overseas and of my team leader in this regard. On a very personal level, I began to see this demonstrated through and in his actions. Whenever we would get up in the morning, my team leader had already been up for at least a half hour or an hour already. And whenever we were finishing our day, we would go back and we'd be getting ready for bed. And my team leader was still checking equipment, still making sure that everything was where it needed to be. And he went to bed oftentimes a couple hours after we did. And I even think about when we were in the line for, for chow and we would go line up to get our food. And my team leader would always go to the end of the line behind his soldiers, never in front of them. And there were times even where we tried to get him to go in front of us and he never would. He never ate before us. He always got up before us. He always went to bed after us. He always ate last after his soldiers were fed. And even in more serious moments, moments where we came into contact with what might happen if something bad were to come our way, I always knew that my team leader would put us before himself, that he would place himself last, that he would put us first. And I always knew that he would give his very life for us if that's what it came to. And we all have examples like this in our lives, I think. Examples of people placing themselves last and placing us first. People taking on the role of a servant in our lives, whether that's a mom or a dad or a grandparent or a loved one in your life. And I share this example because it's in those examples in our lives that we see more fully and begin to grasp the truth of Mark's gospel as we read it. And I love this passage from Mark's gospel. If I'm being honest, it's one of my favorite sayings of Jesus in all of the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John combined. 
because this is who Jesus was. This is what he came to do. He came to be a servant. He came not to be a king that reigned on high necessarily, although there was part of that, but he came to be a servant first, to give of himself and to make himself the least so that we might receive salvation and joy. And as we encounter this storm of the season of Lent, I think we need to come face to face with the reality that we have fallen short in this regard. We so often place ourselves first rather than the people around us. We are very quick to be selfish when it comes to our own wants, desires, and needs. And we're very slow to think about others first in that regard. We aren't naturally inclined toward being self-sacrificing. We are actually naturally inclined to be selfish. And we see this in our own lives, yes, but we also see this in the disciples. We find ourselves falling into the same trap as James and John. Jesus, can I sit on your right hand? Can I sit on your left hand? Can I be great? But what Jesus tells them is the same thing he tells to us as well. That if you want to be first, then actually you need to make yourself last. If you want to be great, then consider making yourself a servant first. And so as we continue this season of Lent, as we continue to make our journey towards the cross on Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and eventually on Easter Sunday, we remember that Jesus came not to be great, but he came to be the least. And he came to be a servant, and he calls us to do the same in our lives as well. And so as you leave today, as you go about the rest of your day, as you go about the rest of your week, I invite you to think about this question. How am I being called to be a servant? How am I being called to place others first and to place myself last? Are there places in my life where I need to be convicted of this behavior and attitude, where I need to be called out like James and John and like the disciples that I need to be more of a servant in my life and I need to be more selfless and more sacrificing to the people around me. And maybe that's with your spouse. Maybe that's with your children. Maybe that's with a loved one in your life. Maybe that's with a good friend that you may be taken for granted over the years. It could be anybody around you, but the fact remains that where we fail, where we fall short with regards to servanthood, Jesus never failed and he always maintains this role of servant and savior in our lives and in the lives of the people whom he died for. And so as we continue this stormy season before the calm of Easter, my hope is that we can look to Jesus as our suffering servant, as the one who put himself last that we might be first, the one that gave of himself so that we might live and the one that came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And so as we leave today, as we leave this week, I invite you to join me in prayer as we ask Jesus to help us be more like him each and every day. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank you that Jesus came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So Lord God, we pray that you would instill in us by the power of your spirit, that love, that hope, and that grace of Jesus Christ. And where we've fallen short, Lord God, we pray that you would forgive us. Forgive us for our selfishness. Forgive us for always wanting to place ourselves first. 
And Lord God, send us out into the world, a world that so desperately needs to hear about the love of Jesus. Send us out into that world as servants, as people putting ourselves last and putting others first, and people who serve in the name of Jesus, who came not to be served, but to give his life as a ransom for many. So Lord God, bless us as we go out this day and send your Holy Spirit with us always. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.